Hello, and welcome to Dave Hill's Podcasting Incident with me, Dave Hill, and with Chris Gersbeck. Chris, Chris, this is the part where you talk. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to ask me something other than... Oh, no, no. I was just... I'll just keep going. I'll come okay. back to you in a second. <laughs> anyway, what was my point? Did I say I'm the pride of Cleveland yet? No. I meant to. And beyond, I once um got a, at least a half a bag of gummy bears uh, sent my way at a, uh, at a truck stop in, outside of Denver once. A guy left, left him on the counter. Anyway, um, my point is, it's great to be back. Uh, today, Chris, mm-hmm. so much to report. I know last did we talk last time last week we spoke about my brief European invasion. We did. Um, and I have so much the breaking news. I had a new air conditioner installed today. Uh, I don't have central air. I know a lot of people think, well, Dave, you're a huge, huge celebrity. Uh, easily top three most famous people from your graduating class in high school. Um, surely you have Central. I, I don't. I live you in an old... Yeah, what's you, didn't have, you didn't have any air. No, I do have an air conditioner in the bedroom. Oh, okay. But you would never know it if you were in the living room. Yeah, I don't hang um, out your, in your bedroom very much, but... No, special occasion, Sure. Uh, no, I don't even know if you've been past the threshold. I don't think I have. I feel uncomfortable about walking into people's bedrooms. There's nothing to I have nothing to hide. But um, yeah, but you never know. Like sometimes you ever have someone over and they kind of just like follow you around and like you'll walk into your bedroom to get something and like they're talking to you. So they, they just keep walking. It's like, yeah, not an invite into my. So I'm very like cautious about walking into people's bedrooms there's no it's a little clutter i need to get rid of some stuff which i'm working on um but no the air conditioner there was the one in there because there's two bedrooms and then if you step into i don't know if it's a bedroom or a nursery or it's an office i guess it's mostly an office really at this point um but it's off the other bedroom and when you go in there Pretty much you don't know there's an air conditioner in there either, even though it's the next room over. And uh, anyway, all by way of saying, I got a new air conditioner today. And it's, uh, as best I can tell, seems to be really kicking out some air. Mm-hmm. I stood like 10 feet away from it, and it, it practically knocked me over. So I'm super pumped. I think that means you lost some weight. Maybe. I don't know about that, though. Oh, th- this is... I'm, I'm going to do, like, sort of slow, backwards um, reporting on what's been going on. Okay, so we've covered that. We've covered the AC. And more as the story develops, because they just left, and it's on. And I feel like if it's kicking out, what is it, BTUs? I have no, no idea. Um... I'm hoping that I'll need to put on a sweater at some point during this episode. <laughs> or even socks. Or pants. Um, the other thing, yesterday, uh, for the first time in about 
13 years, I want to say. Or at least a dozen, let's say. Okay, I don't need to really pin down the date. I played some form of ice hockey yesterday. I saw I saw you posted that on Instagram. Um, the video didn't do it justice, Chris. Mm-hmm. I was really worried. I've skated a few times. Not to be morbid or anything, but I used to skate pretty frequently with my mother when I would be home visiting her in Cleveland. And uh, But after she died, I, I stopped. But I still have my skates. And I skate... Re- truly, the only time I ever go skating anymore is when it's for some showbiz thing where I'm a- asked to skate. Or I, I've come up with the idea myself to skate. And I've gotten a little bit rusty over the years. And... Um, but we're ma- we're making this video for my book, my new book, which um, might as well plug it, Parking the Moose, out October 8th. Uh, there's going to be an event October 3rd in New York City, and then full on. And that's going to, I'm told, my publisher says there will be free food and drink. If this, It's going to be a McNally Jackson South Street Seaport location. I think it's the first I've mentioned this anywhere. But I think it's it happened. is, yeah. And, uh, I wasn't going to come, but you just mentioned free food and drinks, and now I'm there. See? Well, because I said, you know, I'm, I'm always afraid. Anytime it's like I, my, it's like my thing, and I have to get people to come, I'm like, oh, shit, I hate it. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever change. Um, and that's my entire life. I, oh, I hate it. And even, like, for example... September 12th, I'm recording a new stand-up album for 800-pound Gorilla Records at Union Hall. And I was apprehensive about putting two shows on because I was like, then I got to sell out two shows. Mm -hmm. So we just put the one on and that sold out. I posted it once on Facebook and once on Instagram and it sold out. So now there is another show. So this is my way of plugging that. The late show, 10 o'clock, there are still plenty of tickets left. Um, so, uh, come to that if you're in New York or feel like road tripping it, because I need people to come to both shows. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to have to copy and paste the laughs. Um, but what, Claire, Claire O'Kane is opening for you, right? She is. Yeah. And like she, you know, even if you left after I, after she performed, you'd still be getting your money's worth. Of course, you cannot leave because we're locking you in and there'll be snacks and drinks that you can pay for. Um, no, maybe I should. Anyway. Um, okay, this is what I was going to say. So, for the book, Parking the Moose, which you can pre-order now, wherever incredible books are sold, um, we, I'm making a video, I wrote a song. You know what we should do? Let's play, I'm going to send you the song. Okay. And you can play the song, preview the song. Okay. Right, and then we'll come back from it. So here's the song I recorded for my book. It's my book about Canada No matter where you are I think you should read it Parking the Moose My grandpa was from Canada So I decided to uncover My incredible Canadian roots I traveled through Canada near and far I ate more 
fucking Richards That's a lot of cheese curd Park in the moose It's my book about Canada It's a fascinating country It's easy to see I could have written 50 chapters On just getting Lee Chris, what did you think? <laughs> I loved that. It. it was great. That's the first, that's the world uh, debut. And uh, so I'm making a music video for, the, I think, but as far as I know, I'm the only author in the world to make music videos. I did for it once book. before for my first book, and I decided it was so ineffective for the first one that I would do it again. Um, but I've done other videos for the books. But uh, so I, I wrote this song that you just heard. And uh, and so yesterday we shot a music video for it, and I went on the ice. There's there's hockey rinks in Queens, which I didn't know, in Long Island City. I went anyway, all by way of saying, I oh I know where that is. Yeah, City Ice Pavilion. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they have rehearsal spaces uh, next door, and I looked at a space there once. Oh, yeah, nice. it's like a it's like a huge rink, right? Yeah, they have a huge rink, and then one or two little rinks and we had a little rink that made me look like a giant man and they so first of all like i've had the same hockey skates for like 20 years and i don't know where the time goes but i feel like i just got them and i took them to paragon sports the other day to get them sharpened because i wanted to be able to kick as much ice as possible thank you when i got out there and uh, and I handed him to the guy that's sharp, and he's like, "Whoa, you're like an OG." I'm like, "What?" 
And he's like, these are old. <laughs> and I was like, and if you look at them, to my eyes, I look at what they've had for sale. They don't look that different. Like, they don't look archaic to me. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, man, these are cool old skates. I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, and then, but then my gloves are literally from the 80s. <laughs> um, like, my dad, I still remember he bought them for me, like, when I was 15. And I still have them. And I, and I thought to get some new ones the other day. I'm like, treat yourself, Dave. But then I was like, when, when am I going to use these again? Plus, I was like, I'm going to break out my OG gloves. But the gloves, the palms are all uh, worn out from years of playing hockey. And yeah. uh, so I was shooting pucks and totally ripped my hand to shreds. Like, it's uh, we should post a picture to the Patreon. Oh, the Patreon page, which, by the way, support us on Patreon if you haven't already. Otherwise, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. Don't you love how I'm slipping the plugs in so effortlessly? It's it's very seamless. I love it. It's amazing. Um, so, but yeah, I, I t- gouged like my palm is just totally like bleeding and gross. And then God. one of my fingers and um, and... But I was able to play, and like I'm actually in much better shape than I was the last time I played hockey, however many years ago. And I was like cranking the slap shots. I have not to brag, but I was like, oh, the kid, this kid still got it. But um, I was so tired. Oh my god, what an exhausting activity! I skated around and shot pucks for like an hour and a half. Actually, only shot pucks for like a half hour, and my whole body is <laughs> destroyed today. Like I got home, and I was just so tired. And I had two shows to do last night, and I was like, "Oh, oh man, no!" And uh, I was just dead. But I was like, I feel really good because I just got out there. You did it. Got back to my hockey roots. Anyway. I played roller hockey for one season, I think, when I was like 12 or 13. And I remember when I, mean, I got all the equipment, the helmet that I got was like way too tight on my head and it would give me headaches. So now whenever I think of roller hockey or any hockey, I associate it with having like a painful, really painful headache. Oh, do, do you have a giant skull like I do? I do. Yeah, I think I do. My skull, it, you know... Part of the reason I don't wear hats, aside from the fact that I have gorgeous hair that it would be a shame to cover up, um, is because um, I have such a giant Irish skull. It's just ridiculous. And But yeah, so helmets, whenever I would wear uh, my hockey helmet, I would always have like sort of a, a dull headache just because <laughs> yeah. like... I was just pushed, pushing that thing to the limit. And uh, I did not wear a helmet yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, what is my point? Oh, my God. Exhausted is my point. Brain dead. But it was a satisfying. Uh, I actually texted uh, the director and told him uh, I have a very satisfying exhaustion. <laughs> It sounded very sensual, I guess, but my, my point is, uh, 
that I was just like, oh my god, imagine if I just went and did that a couple times a week. Yeah. Probably ripped. You you run a lot though, don't you? I do run, but I don't run as much as I would like uh, because of my four-legged roommate who um, I spend a lot of time exercising her and um, and it's cut into my running time. But when I travel, I run. I tend to run quite a bit. Um, I do run when I'm in New York, but not as much as I used to before I got this new roommate a few years ago. But I do, I do run. I like to run whenever I'm in a new city. I like to go check it out because you run around and you just see more stuff faster. Yeah. Um, that's just science. Anyone will tell you that. Um, I have more to report, Chris. Do you have anything to report? I'm being so, as usual, so self-absorbed and just reporting. Um, reporting. Anything to report. I can plug, uh, the, the day this comes out, Friday, August 2nd, uh, my friend Jen Waring and I are doing our show Softcore at QED, where we show a, a vintage porn, softcore porn, and, softcore. We, uh, and we riff over it. Oh yeah, did you ever watch Bear Behind Bars, the movie that I told you about that's really good? No, I'm I found it. I didn't watch it yet. But Oh. Well I'm it saving, takes a very dark turn. <laughs> I'm saving that one for when you can do the show. I I would yeah, I'm I'm leaving town. I have to go back to Ohio uh tomorrow. Is that a cat in the background? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah. That was that, Jupiter. That's adorable. Lucy's over here. She's just like checking. She didn't make an adorable noise like that. Whoa, Jupiter. So this this Friday, the day this comes out, your show is and but it's late. It's let. At it's late. at eleven thirty. Yeah. That's eleven thirty on a Friday is the sexiest time of the week. <laughs> so we feel like we've been asked to do it a little bit earlier, but I think that I think any earlier is it's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, because you're re- that's like when you're ready for it. Yeah. That's but it's a you're... lot of fun. It's going to be me, Jen, um, and our friends Brian McGinnis and Laura Murley. They're both super funny stand-up comedians. So nice. if, you're, if you're in Astoria, stop by. Yes. Have yourself a, a, a craft brew or a Malbec or a, a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I, those are my three favorite things to have it at uh, QED Astoria. If people want to know to have the full DH experience, mm-hmm. go get yourself a chocolate chip cookie and then enjoy a, a microbrew. Mm. I don't know why I'm selling a micro, selling microbrews <laughs> like they were Jess and Bennett. I don't, it's killing me that I'm saying that word. I don't know what's going on. I think it's the exhaustion from the hockey yesterday. Yeah. It sort of made me vulnerable and to, to say things like that. Um... But no, I can't recommend enough. I'm gonna, I'm bummed. I'm gonna be back in Ohio, just uh, probably throwing rocks at signs, I guess. <laughs> you know, just doing basic things that I like to do back there. Um, you want to know what else I have to report? Yes, please. Okay, I'm glad you asked. Um, I just uh, last week, this was at more action-packed stuff in my life. Um. I did the new pork, new, I called it new pork. That's a Freudian slip. Um, the Newport Folk Festival. Oh, yeah. Do you know it? 
Isn't that where Dylan um, yeah, went electric were, and people and they were lost like, their minds? Yeah, they were like, no thanks. <laughs> and uh, But I went electric at Newport's Folk Fest. Were there protests? I think there were just general protests against me. Um, no, I did. Do you know the Milk Carton kids? No, I don't. They're great, and they're wildly popular. Um, and they were kind enough to invite me to play. They do uh, the Milk Carton Kids Sad Songs Comedy Hour, which is, as hinted at in the name, there's songs and comedy. And I was uh, brought on for the comedy portion. And and so, um, but then they also, so I'll tell you about that in a second, but then the night before they did, they, you know, they do these music camps. All sorts of musicians do these up in the Catskills at the Full Moon Resort. Mm-hmm. Like, Dinosaur Jr. is doing one, I think, very soon. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. And it's at this place, and you go, and there's, like, cabins, or you can actually, like, sleep in a tent if you're so inclined. And uh, and then there's, like, really good food, and you hang out with the musicians, and they school you on, you know the area of their expertise so they were kind enough the milk carton kids did one and they were kind enough to um invite me up there so i sat in on a lecture and threw my two cents in and then i performed at night um uh during the show what were your two cents what did you what kind of advice did you offer or they did a a lecture on how to be funny or at least not boring um, (laughs) in in between songs or during your show or whatever oh, and cool. so i gave my two cents on that subject yeah. uh, and it was fun and uh and so i was sort of coming from the perspective of a guy who played in bands and eventually uh and liked talking in between songs so much that i just ditched the band part and now i just <laughs> <coughs> excuse me Woo! I, I just saw a mouse oh god did that's the, sne- the sneeze startled him? Maybe. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to like. I don't want to like get the landlord involved because I want to like kind of re- reach a peaceful resolution with these mice in which I kill them, um, or get them to stop coming into my house. Um, but uh, it's I don't know. They are not uh, showing any signs of uh, giving in. See, I think there's multiple ones. A I've family. Seen two at a time. I hate to admit it. Oh my god! Sounds, sounds like I live in a. But I think it's because it's been so hot lately that they're just like, let's yeah. uh, ruin Dave's life. Yeah, there's that time of year where things come out of the walls. Yeah, so I think there's a bit of that, but I don't know. And, you know, we talked about this on the last episode, and um, a woman in Australia was kind enough to suggest the cruelty-free traps with the ones where, like, they go in and there's a snack, and then they're like, okay, I'm going to leave, and then they can't. Yeah. Um, And I've tried those, but they don't... They just ignore those. But to be fair, now they ignore... Like, I have a snap trap... Not that I want to kill a poor little mousy, but that doesn't work either. So I'm just kind of like uh, hoping they get bored with my apartment, I think is my only hope. 
Maybe I'll bring Jupiter over next time I come over. Just, oh, that uh, would be awesome. But you're allergic. So I don't want her hair will get everywhere. No, it'll be fine. Build up my immunity. Maybe oh. we can li- live stream this. Jupiter catching a cat. Oh my gosh, this would be gorgeous. So, catching oh, this is this is what I wanted to tell you. So, I did the uh, I did the uh, the camp which was the Milk Carton Kids Sad Songs Comedy Camp. And I did that, and then I drove to Newport. My brother came down to Newport, and I did this show in the Congregational Church, which is no longer a functioning church, but they did the, the Milk Carton Kids, Joe and Kenneth, did uh, the, their Sad Songs Comedy Hour, and there's a bunch of great people on the show. Uh, among them was Benmont Tench, from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, and like, you know, I wanted to have a backing band, so the Milk, Milk Carton kids were like, we'll see who's up for it, and so they, it was them and Ben Montench. Oh, my God, that's so and, cool. Yeah, and he was super, he was super nice, and I was so honored to meet him, and he was, you know, we had a nice chat, and, uh, but then, you know, part of my thing where I have the backing band, I sort of berate them, and so I was like, well, I have to yell at Ben Montench, but I didn't really feel right about that. So I yelled at him a little bit, but not too much. It just felt like... Uh, uh, Did he appreciate it? I think so. I, I, he said he had a good time, so I'll take it. Um, but yeah, and then... Uh, so that was that was super cool, because I've been, you know, obviously been a huge fan for years and years and have seen him perform many times and then uh it's one of, it was one of those like cool life comes full circle yeah that's amazing when you're uh, sharing the stage with uh one of your heroes and uh and then now i'm back now i'm here back in new york and uh i have a new air conditioner and that that brings I'm, i have my cuts all over my hands new air conditioner i'm very sore and i'm uh, mice in my apartment, and that that brings everyone up to speed on me. But um, and then you Friday night at QED Astoria, eleven thirty. Do you have a softcore porn picked out? Not yet. I usually do that very last minute because um, I have so much other things going on. Yeah, you can't. There's only so much uh, time you can uh, dedicate. Yeah, it's actually it's surprisingly hard to find full length uh, softcore porn movies because no one really watches them anymore. People um, want why? What? Oh, because do they still have them on Cinemax? They do, but um, it's hard to like download those so we can show them. Um, HBO got rid of all of theirs. I think Showtime did as well because you used to be able to go there and get them, but. Um, yeah, it's surprisingly hard to find a full-length movie because, like, that's it's kind of like the appeals. Like, you're watching, you know, just a really bad movie that happens to have sex scenes in it. Nudes. Yeah. So, um, do you think? Do you blame the internet for this? That those channels stop showing those movies because everyone's like, "Well, I can watch a full-on nudie." Uh, yeah. And uh, and more. Totally. Yeah, the internet just totally destroyed that. But, you know, to each their own. I kind of, you know, I know 
not to make myself out to be a classy fella, but I'm not really... I like a nice softcore porn. Show I agree. Some, some boobs, and uh, I'm good. I prefer that. Some boobs and butts, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> um, I want to try... Should we make some phone calls? Sure, yeah. Let's do it. We have I this have, new have, technology where we can now just call people directly on this Skype. Is so, this is how we're going to get to the number one spot with podcasts. I know. Everyone okay. listen. Also, rate and review. Jeez. And and turn at least one person onto this <laughs> podcast. Whether whether you think they should listen or not, just tell them they should. At least one. At least um, one. That's all we ask. We owe a couple of Billy Joe phone calls Ooh. to some Patreon members. So... Can we do this just as a warm-up? Yeah. On my WFMU show, the goddamn Dave Hill show, rest in peace, um, I used to call Royal Liquors in St. Louis periodically. And uh, so I was thinking about that this morning. Um, and they have a Facebook page. There's recommendations and reviews. I won't get into them too much, except for the one that reads, Came in wasted one night and puked in the back next to the bush light and passed out. Nobody noticed for like three hours. Great sleep. <laughs> uh, so if you need to take a nap in the St. Louis area, Royal Liquors is the place to do it. Yeah, and this this is... Uh, Christopher James Flandershaft. I feel like I can say his name because it, his full it's name public. is posted on the Facebook page. Um, Do you want to give them a call? Can we? Yeah, I got their well, number here. I think legally we have to tell them we're on the air, so I'll just tell them that they're on the air. Okay. All right, you're doing the talking. Yeah, and just... um. Hang up when you feel like you can think that this is a good idea. Okay. 360 days a year they're open, Monday to Saturday, 7 a.m. to 1.30 a.m. That's service. That's alcoholism. <laughs> One of Calling. the two. Are they going to be open? It's only 12.30. Yeah, the, you heard me. They're open 7 a.m. Oh, all right. Hello? Uh, yeah, this morning, Zoo, you're on there. Um, Do you have Clamato? No. Clamato, it's a clam-based tomato. It's tomato juice and clam juice together? No, I don't. I don't. We don't carry juices. No, it's a, It's not a juice. It's. It's. Do you have tomato juice? No. Do you have clam juice? No, I, I, I don't have. This is liquor store. We don't carry too many variety on uh, soda and juice. Okay. Um. Do you have Bud Light? Yeah. Do you keep that in the back? Oh, you talking about Chalada? Oh, okay. Uh, talking about Modelo? No, 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 no. Clamato. It's clam juice and tomato juice. Uh, no, the no, juice no, of a clam don't. and the juice of a tomato. No, 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 we don't have it. But you got Bud Light? Yeah, I got Bud Light. Okay. Well, I'll come in and um, I'm going to check on the man passed out in the back next to the Bud Light. And, uh, All right. See you at 6.30. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. How's that? Did you like my voice? Yeah. Did Just you hang sl- up? 
slightly different. No, they hung up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I really descri- I, uh, just... I you really slipped into the morning zoo thing. I was expertly I did. done. I know. that. Was, so we technically, it was... Can you call them back? Yeah, hold on. Hello? Yeah. Hello, is this Royal Liquors? Yes. Do you have snacks in addition to beverages or just beverages and not snacks? Can I, like, can I get chips around there? Uh, give me a second. I'll give it to my manager. Okay. Where is Mike? Hey, Mike. Yes, sir. I don't know. Someone looking for... Shuke? Huh? Shuke. Hello? Hello? Yeah, do you have Clamato? Clamato. It's clam juice and tomato uh, juice together. You looking for uh, a... Like a Clamato Budweiser or a... No, it's Clamato. I do like Budweiser. I I would buy Budweiser. If you have Clamato, I'll take that and some Budweiser. Okay, we have Clamato. No, don't have it, buddy. No Clamato. You have snacks? No. Potato chips? We got potato chips, yeah. That's a snack. Okay. I'll see you at 6.30. All right. Hey. Hello. Yeah, it's Dave. I don't. I'm not the best at crank calls yet. <laughs> no, it was good. Because Clamato is absolutely disgusting. So I like the idea of just asking for it over and over. Okay, let's call someone every every week and ask if they have, they have Clamato. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a liquor store either. Um. Oh my gosh. But it felt good to get them on the line again. It did, yeah. Felt good. Um So well Clamato, have you ever had the Bloody Caesar? What is that? It's um it's a beverage made with Clamato. it's a, basically a bloody Mary with um Clamato instead of tomato juice and then you salt the rim with celery salt. Oh yeah. That's kinda like a Michelada. No, oh, no, no, that's what Michel- they kept talking about. Michelada's with beer, I think. Beer. I thought it. Clamato. Oh. So maybe they do have Clamato. This sounds well. It's, that sounds like what they were trying to sell, sell me on. Yeah. Oh man. Now I feel bamboozled. <laughs> um. Oh, well, it was good. You know, maybe not the strongest crank call, but uh, I still feel I stand by it. See, like, I like the kind of crank calls where you know that they're now discussing, like, oh, this guy keeps calling, asking for Clamato. Well, see, you know, what would be cool um, is is, uh, if they, if through these, my juvenile efforts, that if they started stocking Clamato. Yeah. That would be massive. <laughs> um, that would be great progress. Um, but anyway, should we should we do some Billy Joe calls? Yeah, let's do it. Um, do you have a song ready? Yeah, I have a feeling in my mind today about what it. So uh, who do we who are we calling? We're going to call our friend Kayla Fulp. 
just got oh, a new, yeah. she just got a new phone number so i have a good feeling that she's gonna pick up because she's not gonna have any you know like anyone's phone anyone's phone number saved already so <clears throat> oh this is huge yeah so this is uh for kayla fulp dialing now I really need this. Please leave your message for... Listen, boy, I don't want to see you let a good thing slip away. You know, I don't like watching anybody make the same mistakes I made. She's a real nice girl and she's always there for you. You know, she's always there. But a nice girl wouldn't tell you what you should do. Listen, boy, I'm sure that you think you got it all under control. You don't want somebody telling you the way to stay in someone's soul. You're a big boy now. You... You'll never let her go, but that's just the kind of thing she ought to know. Tell her about it. Tell her. It goes on from there. Chris, hang up. Okay. Did you hang up? I hung up. See, I forget though. Do we? What? I can't remember the policy. Do we? Do we leave them on the answering machine, or do we only leave them normally when they answer? Uh, both. Both. That's what I thought. But yeah, it's the rambling voice messages that we have to hang up on. If they pick yeah, up. eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's the rule. But this is the thing. This is owed to um, my exhaustion um, from my hockey interlude yesterday. Really kicking me in the pants. Um, do we have an. The mouse is just walking around <laughs> like it pays rent at this point. Oh, man. Lucy just doesn't. She could not care less. No, she's like, I guess there's other pets here. Right, sweet Lou? Lucy. Hey Lucy. Alright, we have we have one more person whose phone number here to call. Um sing a Billy Joel song too. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This goes out to Michael Lawless. I feel like it should play like some kind of ringtone or something. I know, like some sort of you know, uh Mamba Mambo number five. Or three, whatever <laughs> n- mama that was, the the one that tr- uh, brought us together as people, Lou Bega. I mean, we should find out what's going on with him. You have reached Michael. Please leave a message. Well, we're living here in Allentown, and they're closing all the factories down. Out in Bethlehem, the killing time. Filling our forms, standing in line. Well, our fathers fought the Second World War. Spent their weekends on the Jersey Shore. Met our mothers in the USO. Asked them to dance, dance with them slow. And we're living here in Allentown. <clears throat> How's that? That was great. I hung up. I felt good. I have to say close inspection upon the Allentown lyrics filling out forms <laughs> there was no better line than that filling out forms filling out forms come on Billy you're better than that crossing crossing the T's and dotting the I's I don't know uh, I don't know what, how I could have improved it but I feel like there was a better line out there Lou yeah. Bega Jr. I'm looking up Lou Bega his full name is David Lubega. We didn't know this. Is it? He's a German singer and songwriter. Is it? 
20 years ago. 1999, Mambo Number no. 5, a remake of Prez Prado's 1949 instrumental piece, reached number one in many European countries and was nominated. Oh, boy. Well, now we know. People who weren't around in the late 90s probably don't understand how much that song was everywhere. If we have any young younger listeners. Everywhere. Totally. Every film trailer, every commercial. It was maddening. He's only 44. I, yeah, I would have figured him for being older. I thought he was like 44 then. Me too, yeah. I would have thought he was a, an older man now. Yeah, when you sing a, a mambo, you'd think, well, that guy's probably old. Not the case. Lou Bega still, uh, how many millions of listens do you think Mama Number no. 5 has on on Spotify? I'm going to say at least 12. 230 million. Oh, my God. To give you a little perspective. Oh, my God. 230 million. How many... And and change, like, probably more millions coming down the pike, of course. Yeah. Compared to Go by my band Valley Lodge, which has 2,850,000. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But then not... (laughs) Do you see any royalties from that, or is that, like, $3? I think about $3. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, it's, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, well, I mean, but that's by leaps and bounds the most popular of our song. The next most popular song of ours has just shy of 100,000 listens. Which song is that? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's called All of My Loving from the first. Oh, yeah, I love that. The first album. Um, But yeah, that Lou, that Lou, uh, that Lou Vega. Vega. He's doing it. Yeah. Did you say Vega with the V or B? Um, Vega. B E G A. Like, uh, anyway, I know <laughs> far more about him than I ever did just yeah. in these past couple minutes. Me too. How did I even get on that? What's going on with that? That was a really weird time in pop music because. I remember when that song came out it was like the same year or same summer that um uh what was his name Ricky Martin uh came out with that huge song Oh um uh it's like a lot of horn people loved horns in the late 90s Oh my gosh Between that the mighty mighty Boston's horns Horns. I like a nice horn. Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Easily yeah. the worst, the worst band name of all time. Ooh, yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Now that you say it like that. Ugh. Um that's horrifying. It really is. It really um, is. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Cherry pop that's gross. I don't know why. Well, then when you when you really think about, I think because the name of a band, you know, eventually becomes meaningless, and you just think of the band when you hear the name. But like, I'm pretty sure Pearl Jam is. Um, oh God, that's jizz, right? Oh my God, 
I know. It is. I know when they first came out, it was meant to, like they had all these stories about what it meant. But come on, guys. Yeah, that's horrifying. And I Pearl never Jam. thought, I never considered that. And I, that's like Pearl Jam's like one of the first bands that I was like, this is my favorite band when I was like 11. I liked Pearl Jam. And then I kind of, uh, I think I just did a full, like when that first record came out, I felt like I was all ground floor about it because I didn't uh-huh. know about it. I knew about it like very early on because I'm mm-hmm. super cool. And uh, and I was like, I know about this band. They're cool. And then they became really popular. I was like, that's not cool. I, <laughs> I like them. And then, um, but really my uh, issue with them is that I just um, lost interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, same. Like, I, I thought it was, like, catchy stuff, and then and then, it, then I was like, eh, I'm not into it. But um, I think it's pretty cool that they are totally... Uh, they just kind of have their own thing going, and they keep uh, rocking. Totally. Yeah. Like, they pretty much exist... You know, they're they're kind of their own uh, their their own entity at this point. Yeah, they have, and they still um, they take like good bands on tour with them, um, like, like Witch Taint. <laughs> yeah, they have not Witch taken Taint. Witch Taint, but um, though I'm trying to find reference to their name being uh, Jizz. And I cannot uh, find it. Yeah, I can't believe I never thought of that. I guess just because um, no one ever brought it up to me. That well, is really bad. Pearl Jam means sperm. It says when you do, I type Pearl Jam M-E-A and it, I got that far. And then someone, the, the predictive thing said Pearl Jam means sperm, which yeah. doesn't make uh, sense. Um, okay, meaning behind, we're getting to this, with all, <laughs> a bodily fluid release, even several, okay, yeah, I don't know, I think it means jizz. Yeah, I don't like it. All right. And I don't like cherry pop and daddies, it's gross, and... Oh, that's how we started talking about this. If there's any band that should be Me Too'd as a band. Cherry Pop and Daddies? It's the Cherry Pop and Daddies. I know, because they're basically saying that they are going, taking virginities. Oh, God. Hmm. Wait, we are getting, uh, we don't have that much time. Yeah, should we do the crime blotter? Yeah, because get ready to have your ass handed to you. The Crime Blotter, of course. Q Crime Blotter Music. Um, is uh, a segment in which we take a look at some of America's lesser crimes, which just so happen to have taken place in northeastern Ohio, where I'm from. Get ready to have your mind blown. Woman leaves town and leaves soup simmering. This is from the Russell Township Police Blotter. You heard me. Russell Township pastoral, idyllic, uh, pick another word there, um, assistance, I guess is the official, Fairmount Road, a woman called police 
at 2.10 p.m. July 10th, asking them to check her home, stating that she was out of town and believed she had left soup on the stove. <laughs> she called the police for that. Officers arrived and found the house filled with smoke. They shut off the stove and aired out the home. <laughs> it seems like something you would call a neighbor for, not the police. She went straight to the top. I mean, what kind of does it say what kind of soup it was? No, I mean, I'm thinking soup, smoke. Uh, that could have been any kind of soup. I would say it's uh, maybe tomato soup. Tomato, yeah. Or like a matzo ball. Maybe. But that would take a while to create smoke, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I've never made... I don't even know if I've... I guess I've had matzo ball soup. I have. It's been a while. But, uh... Yeah. You know what reminded me of matzo ball soup was I, I visited our friend uh, Frank Conniff last week who's recovering. Oh, nice. From He's surgery. doing well? He is doing well. But he told me the only thing he was able to eat that day was matzo ball soup. There you have <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Matzo ball soup in action. Um, I have another case. Also okay. from Russell Township. I, I, I wasn't even planning on read the, reading this one, but it, it's hiding in plain sight. Assistance again. Russell wrote, a landscaper parked his vehicle in a private drive. You heard me. At noon, July 10th. That's just two hours and ten minutes prior to the call about soup. And was told to move it and keep it off the property. He called police, believing it was a public street. It was determined that he had driven onto a lawn area, creating a rut, which he agreed to repair. <laughs> Yep, this is the kind of hell that life is in Russell Township. Yeah, man. Um, so, so wait, he say that again. He drove. He parked somewhere that he shouldn't have. I guess he parked on someone's private drive and yeah. turfed their lawn a bit in the process. But that's nothing compared to man puts bike in stranger's truck, then steals truck. <laughs> that's a power move. Bainbridge Township Police Blotter. My friend Pat used to live in Bainbridge. Auto theft. Marketplace Drive. After a man parked his truck in a handicapped spot to shop at 3.12 p.m. July 18th, just eight days after the soup incident of Russell Township, an unknown bicyclist rode up, placed his bike in the truck bed, and then drove the truck away. The owner had left his keys in the unlocked 2008 Chevrolet Silverado. Police are investigating the incident. Uh, gosh. Are you park, if you park in a handicapped spot, but also leave your keys in the car, you kind of have it coming to you. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm kind of siding with the guy who stole the truck on this one. Uh-huh. I mean, shame on him, but shame on shame on everyone involved. That's where I land on this. Yeah. Should we do one more? Let's do one more, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, let's see. This one might turn too dark. I don't know. But from the stolen police blotter, I think you're going to like this. Argument over parked car escalates to use of pepper spray. Of course. <laughs> Solon. Uh, lovely. Lovely town. Been there yeah. twice, maybe. Disorderly conduct, Aurora Road. At 2.20 p.m. July 20th, police were dispatched to Chipotle 
the uh, burrito concern. 33599 Aurora Road on a report of a large fight in progress. Officers learned that an argument had begun begun over the way a vehicle was parked and had escalated into a physical altercation during which pepper spray was deployed. The Garfield Heights woman, 33, who works for a food delivery service, had parked her vehicle in front of Chipotle and gone inside to pick up an order. Why not? After exiting the restaurant, she was confronted by a stolen woman, 40, telling her to move her car. After those arguing went inside and explained the situation to the manager, the argument resumed back outside the building. This is epic. this is this whole this is like war and peace. There, the Garfield Heights woman told the police the stolen woman's husband, also 40, approached her in an aggressive manner. She responded by using pepper spray on the man. Oh Garfield God. Heights woman said she next went into the building with the intention of calling police, but said the stolen woman followed her inside to the entry area and assaulted her. The woman then used pepper spray on the stolen woman. Oh my God! This is a uh, this, is, on <laughs> this is insane. I don't understand. Is this all stolen? Okay. All three parties were cited for disorderly conduct and fighting. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it sounds to me like the Garfield Heights woman pepper sprayed uh, the two people. If yeah. I'm reading it correctly. Um. Why did? Why were they so urgent to get her to move when she was making a delivery? I don't know. No, she was picking up. It was unclear. She was picking something up, so it was unclear whether she had placed an order. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of ways to to read this. I don't know. Man, who carries pepper spray around them at all times? Uh, apparently, this Garfield Heights woman. Is that the? It's not the same as mace, right? That's different. Or is that the same? Mm-hmm. Are mace and pepper spray the same? This is one. Uh, good use of the internet. Armaid Mason Nutmeg, the same. <laughs> Mason pepper spray are two different self-defense products. Traditional chemical mace is classified is classified as an irritant and is similar to tear gas. Pepper spray is classified as an inflammatory agent and will immediately incapacitate in the same. Yeah, as I was it, saying like pepper spray sounds like really serious. Yeah, I mean, you don't just spray that all willy nilly. It took out a that couple from stolen. I'll tell you that much. Man, oh man. Well, uh, how many times do you think they had to tell that story to friends and family? I mean, I think they'll be telling that the rest of the year, major holidays at least. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we should uh, ride off into the podcasting sunset. Mm-hmm. On that note, we do have a new podcast coming on the Maximum Fun Network called So You're Canadian, in which I talk to only Canadian people. You heard me. Um, and uh, that's coming fast and hard soon. And uh, more as the story develops. So we'll, we'll, we'll tell the date next week. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Sounds Sweet. Good. All right. Until next time, watch your backs, watch your rooftops, and get tested, everybody. Chris, are you there? Yeah. Should Thank we call Royal listening. Liquor? Yeah, thanks. Let's call what? Royal. No, let's not call, call him Royal Liquor. No, let's call him one more time. You just you brought it up. So. No, no, no. I can't, we, I, less is more. Okay. So, we're, we're over our time limit. All right. We'll call him next week. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye, everybody. Pocket in the loose.
It's my book about Canada No matter where you are I think you should read it Parking the moose My grandpa was from Canada So I decided to uncover My incredible Canadian roots I traveled through Canada near and far I ate more poutine than 10,000 rocket Richards That's a lot of cheese curd Parking the moose It's my book about Canada Fascinating country, it's easy to see I could have written 50 chapters on just getting Lee Parking the moose. Parking the moose. 